1: friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast, starring me, Dags. Today, we have a powerful episode, as always, and as always, across this powerful oaken desk is our assistant manager, Mikearez. Hey, what's going on, Dags? How you doing? It's all good in the hood.
2: Sweet. Welcome back to the barn. Thanks. I appreciate the welcomeness to the barn.
1: Sweet. Are you guys ready for a powerful episode today? Yay! You know, last week we were talking about DJing. Yeah. So I thought, you know, let's get let's get some beats going. You ready? Oh, you wanna yeah. get some beats going? Let's here we do, go. Yeah. yeah, let's get some beats going. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't even know you had a drum oh, set yeah. in here. What's that? I didn't know you had a drum kit in here. That's not a drum kit. that's just me. Oh. Sweet. Now you know, coming up we got this sweet Republican uh, and Democrat uh, they're gonna have a debate, right? Yeah. So I thought let's let's get a little of that going. You ready? Yeah, ready. Ready? Ready? Let's
0: say China let's let 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 let's let let come on man let's say let's yeah let's let's come on man come on come on come on come on let's say china it's a good remix. let's 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 come on man come
2: on come on come I like uh, how the yeah. beat drops out. Yes, oh, right yes. there. Come,
1: come on, yeah. man. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, man.
0: Let's let's let let let's say China.
1: Oh yeah, that's sweet. It's we are awesome. ready. We're gonna have a powerful episode today. I'm excited. Mike rez is excited. Break it down. Yes. Now, what do we got going on today? We have a powerful today's episode is going to be the Big Gray Man. The Big Gray Man. Not to be confused with uh, Michael Rez's last movie he watched, The Big Gay Man. Whoa. This is The Big <laughs> the Big Gray Man. We are also going to have a powerful song of the day. We're going to talk about the new Dune trailer and uh, a beverage I enjoyed. Did you enjoy any new beverages? I did. You did? Yeah, we, in made, fact, a, we made a video of yeah, it. Yeah, in fact, we're working on a video right now as we speak. Yeah, so we will drop that video. Speaking of that, did you enjoy the beats? Did you enjoy dropping the beats? Yeah. <laughs> Well, of course I did. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Come on, hey, man. China. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, my God. God, we're going to have a good episode today. We're going to do that in every episode from
2: now on. Well, yeah, I'm gonna, just going just to drop beats. a beat.
1: Yes. <laughs> just drop <laughs> random beats. Powerful. Why not? Yes. What do you want to get into? Uh, Let's get into that drink you're drinking. That right th- right, right there, right now? Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> I'll
1: get the beats going. <laughs>
2: okay. We need some. Uh,
1: you want some, some beats e- here? Energy drink beats. Oh math. yeah!
2: All right, today we are. In- <laughs> it throws me off when it drops. All right, <laughs> All right. I'm done with the beats. <laughs> okay, okay. Today we are enjoying the uh, third in the Monster Max series, the Mango Matic. Mango Matic. Yes, I was expecting orange, and then I took a drink, and it was not orange. It
1: was mango. Why were we expecting orange? It's a can's of orange. Yeah, but mangoes are, what are they, red, yellow?
2: Yellowish, reddish, yellow. orange. So, yeah, so Monster Max, another uh, zero-sugar monster energy. Monster likes to do the zero-sugar drinks. They do. They have a ton of them.
1: Yes, you got to watch your figure. No sugar. That's right, no sugar. No high-fructose corn syrup. Nope.
2: But lots of nitrous technology in this one. Again. Yes,
1: you love the nitrous
2: technology. I do, yeah. You know, d- too. The, uh... It's a twelve ounce can, so the three that I bought were were twelve ounce cans. But they've got they're mainly black with the like splash of color they call it. Yes, splash of color, powerful. Yes, zero sugar, like we said. Again, no age restriction on the can.
1: So you had one, a couple episodes. You had one with an age restriction, eighteen plus. Right of the same line, which uh, throws me off here. Does it have the megs of what? how much caffeine? Because I think when you get over 200, the kids must be warned. Okay, let's, uh,
2: 200 megs.
1: Yes. I th- See, the other ones were 300, I think. Maybe that's what it 250, is. 250,
2: 300, somewhere yes. around there. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a blend of taurine, caffeine, L- was that L-carnitine?
1: Car- carnitine? Carnitine. It's Powerful amino acids. Who cares how you pronounce it? Right. And uh, inositol. And Inositol. Inositol?
2: Whatever. I don't pronounce things right.
1: Oh, no one cares. I
2: know. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here it is. Consume responsibly. Not recommended for children. People sensitive to caffeine. Pregnant women or women who are nursing.
1: Wait a minute. So on the last episode we said kids drink up, so maybe Maybe we, <laughs> ah, we can't get sued. Alright, we can. Kids don't drink these powerful drinks. They're for 18 adults. plus. Yes, you must be And
2: women. Who are pregnant? Yes. And their nursing should not be no. drinking energy drinks. No,
1: but that's a good career in nursing. Pays well. It does. Yes, the future is going to be healthcare and alien robots. Those are the two Those. fields, kids. If you want to get into get into the aliens slash Guns and Roses robots and healthcare,
2: how do you become an alien
1: robot? Just don't worry about it. How much it. schooling is that? Now, so how many out of uh what you do pint glasses? What do you do for energy drinks? So you can't do a pint glasses. We haven't done it. Yeah, so let's do a review. We're gonna do it out of Coke tens. Out of coq
2: tens? How about just CoQs? Qs. One one to ten coqs. Oh, you're going up to
1: ten coqs. Well, we normally normally we do the, five.
2: Right, but you have to on Qs. Okay. So out of uh out of ten coqs, we'll give it a we'll give it a solid
1: eight. Eight CoQs. Eight CoQs. Thank you for that powerful review of your
2: powerful energy drink. And uh, for the flock that uh, don't know, uh, in
1: Spanish, frog is coquí. Whoa. Yes. I don't know Spanish, but it sounds cool. If you're new to this powerful podcast, what it is is we get together, we have a good time, we talk about things, everything pop culture, food, music, energy drinks. Today, we're going to talk about the mysterious Big Gray Man. Powerful paranormal, the paranormal. Para what? Para, para panties. Paranormal mystery of the powerful big gray man. Right. We're gonna get into that.
2: And I, I uh, shared a paranormal story last week.
1: You the did. Block. It was frightening. The flock should go. Did you hear that scream? That. Where did that come from?
2: Oh, I can't tell you.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, I was just listening it to was it. I was, playing, I was playing it back in the barn studio, and all of a sudden, I just heard a like a child scream. Oh my and I tried to edit it out, and I couldn't get rid of it. Children screams, children ghosts, children's spirits are the scariest. Yes, hell is for children. Powerful Pat Benatar. Now, we both enjoyed a trailer. We did. There is a powerful friend of mine on the Facebook asked me if I saw the new Dune trailer. I thought he was teasing, but there really is a new Dune coming out.
2: I knew there was a new Dune. I didn't know the trailer was out until you sent it to me.
1: No, I didn't either. I maybe I tuned it out because to me Dune is the eighties and uh remakes and prequels and sequels kinda bum me out. So let's get into it first. What did you think, Micah Rez, of Dune twenty twenty trailer? Dune twenty twenty is not
2: Dune nineteen eighty four. Obviously, for many reasons. The uh special effects are better, the cinematography is better, and uh I hope
1: you're joking right now. Go oh, ahead. No,
2: not at all. <laughs> I think I well, okay, so listen, we must preface this by saying I've only seen the original Dune once, about twenty five years that ago. That is
1: your problem. Okay, go ahead. Yeah,
2: so of course watching the new Dune trailer just it looks cool because there's a lot of cooler special effects that go along with it. I'll probably watch this though, it intrigued me enough.
1: Why is there no Dune buggies in Dune? you think there'd be a Dune buggy. Were they invented back then? They were okay. Then I don't know why. I know they should have dune buggies and dune. Mad Max had them. They did. Yeah. Did you like? Would you like the original better or the remake of Mad Max?
2: Oh, I like the original Mad Max. You did? Yeah. Why is that? That's what I grew up watching. I watched that a thousand times growing up. Wow. Yeah. You
1: love Mel Gibson. Uh, yeah, sure. We'll go with that. They dubbed his voice. Did you ever see the original where it wasn't his sweet voice? Was someone else?
2: Uh, probably the one I saw. Yeah,
1: it's kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger
2: and uh, when they dubbed his voice Hercules in, in New York. Yeah, was it? Did they only do one Schwarzenegger movie with him dubbed?
1: I think so. And then um, it looked ridiculous. And then uh, Lou Ferrigno has been dubbed several times too. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> that only makes sense of anyone who sounds like a
1: meathead. Oh come on, he has a hearing loss. He talks like that. In- because of his hearing loss, not that he's a meathead.
2: Well, I I don't take my words back.
1: So the Dune twenty twenty trailer, it's very twilight esque. I'm really concerned because it looks like some There's some little,
2: sexy ass people in this movie.
1: Says who? It looked all teeny boppy and twilighty and tell us who are the actors in this uh powerful trailer. Alright, so the I,
2: I told a, a co worker this. That the uh, new Dune cast is what happens when the DC universe, the Marvel universe, and the Star Wars universe <laughs> come together and make a movie. Because that's basically what you got here. I know. So you got uh, Zendaya, Ugh. who uh, was in Spider Man, the new Spider Man's. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, she's playing Lady Jessica. And then you have Oscar Isaac, who played Poe in the new Star Wars. Jason Momoa, Aquaman, of course. Dave Bautista from Guardians mm. of the Galaxy, and then Stellan Skarsgård, who played uh one of the he played one of the doctors in uh the Marvel movies. I can't remember his name in the in the uh the Thor the Thor franchise. Yes. Then you have Javier
1: Bordem. Yes, was very
2: scary. Not in any of those movies, but uh, very sexy.
1: Very scary, too. Yes. No country for old men.
2: Yeah, especially with the air con- air container and a... The thing to put it right in your skull. Yep. Flip a coin. Josh Brolin is in this one.
1: Whoa. Yeah. It is the Avengers slash Star Wars. I'm telling you.
2: Slash Aquaman. Yeah. And then uh, Susan Sarandon is in it. P.H. Moriarty, which is just a cool name to say. Anybody with the last name of Moriarty, you know he plays a villain. Sharon Duncan is in it, Charlotte Rampling, uh, Stephen McKinley, and uh, a host of others. There's actually quite a bit. Uh, that's probably everybody that anyone would know. I don't know. And, and, and the rest of them. Now but
1: tell me who was in the original. Yeah, to say, let's compare that to the original. Yes, the powerful original. Of
2: course, Kyle McLaughlin. Yes. Was McLaughlin, in the, McLaughlin, McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Paul Atreides. Wadib. Oh, yes. Virginia Madsen. Oh, my God. Powerful. Francesca Annis, Yes. Sean Young. Yes. The non-aging Patrick Stewart.
1: Oh, my God. Yes. You know, I I hate him in, uh, what's he in that, Star Wars, where he's a captain on that spaceship in Star Wars? Yeah. Don't like him, but he was cool in doing. Linda Hunt
2: is in it. Yes. Uh, Kenneth McMillan. Yes. Jose Ferraro. Oh, powerful role for him in that. Richard Jordan. Yes. Jack Nance. Everett McGill. My favorite. And then here's one maybe, tell me if you know what other movie this gentleman was in. Max von Sydow.
1: Yes, powerful. What movie was he in? What are you thinking, of Strange Brew? or? Well, he was in Strange Brew, but he's
2: also the old priest in The Exorcist. Yes. Plus, he was in The New Star Wars, so there
1: you go. The circle is now complete. All right. Dean Stockwell was in this. I know. 80s,
2: God. Dean Stockwell, great actor, rest in peace. Judd Omen, uh, Sting. Exactly, forgot, Sting, was, Sting was, Sting was, was in stunning
1: there. in that movie. Yep. Tell he, me he wasn't. He was and uh, here's the he's thing. way at the bottom. I can tell you don't remember shit from the original movie, so what I'm yeah. going to need you to do. You're going to make me watch you're it. You're going to watch it. We're both going to watch it, and we're going to report back.
2: And I, I didn't really like the first one. The dude with the pussy face, that's really turned me off.
1: Oh, the Harkonnens.
2: Yeah, whatever they are, more like the puke Conan's to me. Oh my god!
1: Don't make make me reach over this powerful oaken desk and yeah, kick you, your ass.
2: You couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you'd you'd hit the beat button instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> oh yeah, hit it. All right. I'd
2: be your beat beat mic
1: res up music. <laughs> <laughs> no, I put a trap beat. Oh, oh, would you? Yes. What's the difference? Faster. Oh, okay. Faster snare. It's
2: uh, Is that like a like a thirst trap? Yes. Nice.
1: <laughs> Powerful. No, I'm excited for the new Dune because you a trailer, I'm just getting a bad vibe from the trailer, but a trailer, I always talk about 300. The trailer for that, I thought it was a joke. And then when I went and watched, actually watched the movie, it was awesome.
2: Yeah, well, I could see where you get your twilight vibe from i mean it's not like the lead actor doesn't have those yeah he was very teenager yeah he was
1: very non-threatening and low t and i just didn't get a good vibe he's got low t well i'm just guessing well nobody's got higher t than you you know what it's like suffering like this of high t it's not a joke i suffer every day i endure this but what i do is i give the power back to the people how good are you at cracking nuts oh my god powerfully Hey, I think we forgot to toast the fans, the Flock of Amish last episode. Hold up your drink, friends. Whatever you're drinking, please hold it up. And if you're not holding it up, imagine you're holding it up. Biker Rez, are you all done with that? All right. Hold that up. Hold on. There you go, Flock. I just cleared my throat in the microphone. (laughs) Yes. I don't know know if I'll edit that or not. You should keep that in. All right. Three, two, one. Cheers. Cheers. Chin, chin, salute. Whatever you say. Awesome. So when is that? Do you have a date on that when that's coming out?
2: Uh, no, but let's
1: find out. No one cares. But when the new Dune comes out. December 18th. All right. We will watch it. We will report back, but I'm going to need you, Mike Arez, to enjoy the original. The original Dune.
2: What a great movie. All right. We'll see if we can get on that. How about this? I, I will commit to getting on it before the original comes out. Yes. Or, or the new one comes out. The original's already out. Either Either that or read the book. <laughs> yeah, I'll be watching the movie. <laughs> know,
1: exactly. Powerful. So you're going to... Just by the trailer itself, what would you do? Would you see the movie if you didn't know anything about it? Yeah, I'd go see the movie. All right.
2: I like watching depressed teenagers
1: yes. rule the world. Do you want to talk a little bit about your beverage you enjoyed? Soon to be a video? Or uh, should we just
2: say... We'll just say that uh, Top 6 Podcasts, thank you for the recommendation.
1: Yes, and we're going to need you to go to YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Like, comment, do all that jazz. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Amish Machine. Follow us on Instagram. Like our Facebook page. And please mention, please buy our merch, AmishBabyMachine.com. We also have links on all our social medias. Powerful hoodies, hats, stickers, mugs, masks, everything you need. We have powerful merch, AmishBabyMachine.com. The the one thing I will tease about the video
2: that's coming up. So when you subscribe and and you turn on your notifications and then you get the notification that the video is up, you're going to really enjoy the driving scene. The driving scene in this video is, oh my God. It's
1: driving. It was expensive. It was. There was a lot of special effects, a lot of effects, they call it in the business. Cool sound effects. CGI. Yeah. What you're, else? You're, you're going to enjoy Tactical it. Practical effects. Yep. It's. It was a lot to do. It was a lot of special effects, a lot of work. There was a lot of people involved, key grips, and what else do they have? Cool Foley artists.
2: Yep, they had... Uh... People with lighting. I mean, the lighting itself. I mean, I don't... What, what did we spend on lighting? Millions.
1: Catering. There was a lot of catering. Oh, yeah. We spent more on
2: catering than anything else.
1: Powerful. We need to get out and eat some food, speaking of catering. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Powerful. So I had a... I enjoyed a drink. You did. It was cold. <laughs> <laughs> it did it
2: really... I mean, it's a drink, but I mean... Well, it a tech, it's a malt beverage. It,
1: yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and tell the flock. It was Rewberry Pie Puff Tart. Very <laughs> masculine. From the Brewery Project. Is it Brewing or Brewery Project? It doesn't.
2: The Brewing Project. Brewing Project. They spell Project weird. We've talked about
1: that yes. too. Yes. K's and C's
2: and... <sighs> You'd think they could buy a C. Yes. I mean, the amount of times you bought their beer.
1: Vanna White will sell you a C. Well, tell, us, tell
2: us about this, this beverage. What, what color was it? How did it taste? What did the artwork look like?
1: So the artwork was very whimsical. It looks whimsical. The font upset some people on Instagram. I won't mention names. It's very whimsical font. Yes. It's a fruity drink. It's pretty much a smoothie, a fruit smoothie. The alcohol is really low. What was it, like 4.6? 4.72 yes. is the
2: alcohol. They don't even list the IBUs. That tells no. you.
1: It was basically a fruit smoothie. And some people like that kind of drink. Some people don't. I like them. And they have a whole different series. They have the dragon fruit one, the berry one, the guava, all the different types. Right. They all kind of taste the same, though. They all look the same. Well, they, they don't. A lot of times, you know, powerful filters and things. But they're all really thick. They don't look anything like a beer. Do you use a spoon or a straw? I use one of those big fat straws. Nice. Yeah, what are those The drinks with the little round things in them? The bubble tea? Yep. Yeah, with you need the, a bubble tea straw for that With thing. the pearls on the bottom? Yes. You, do you want me to, to
2: tell the flock what's in this beer? Go Drink. ahead. Tell them. Sour with milk. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Sour with milk sugar. Strawberry. Rhubarb. Cinnamon, nutmeg, and marshmallow flavoring. Whoa. Did you get a lot of the marshmallow flavoring,
1: and was it stay puffed? You know, what you get, you get the fruit. It's pretty much just probably the bulk of it's strawberry, but they have rhubarb in there too, so it's a little tart. Sure.
2: That's where they get the, the word puff, I guess, is the marshmallow.
1: Yes. Yeah. Rhubarb's good. Do you like rhubarb plain? Love it. Oh, it's really intense. You got to easily add sugar to it. That's why you got to dip it in sugar. That's why they always put like strawberry rhubarb to cut it. But I I, I enjoy it. Powerful. That's a powerful fruit drink. Probably a more summer drink. And now that we're getting cold in the great state of Minnesota.
2: I wouldn't drink this in the summer.
1: Yeah. Have you had
2: any of theirs? You You gave me one and it's still sitting in my refrigerator. What does that mean? Why would you? you give it, it to me like like a month and a half. Why but don't you I'm, just, s-
1: I'm scared of well, it. Well, bring it over here, then we'll drink it live. live Should we recorded. do a live. Yes, a live we'll beats. beer review. Oh, there we go. Man. Beats the puff tart beat. Yes. Come on, man. <laughs> powerful. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. I didn't yeah. know. I'd piss I know. Off. God, I loved it. It's, it's a powerful it's fruit drink.
2: Check it out. All right. You know what? The next one we do, I'll bring it with us, and then yes, I'll t- I'll taste it as they powerful. say, it, live on the air.
1: Yes. And, you know, on this powerful episode, we always talk about song of the day. So I've been, yeah. having, I've been having powerful workouts. We all know that. If you follow us on Twitter, at Amish B Machine, you've seen the powerful music. Can you imagine the power I've been dealing with?
2: I can't imagine it.
1: Yes. So the song of the day, <laughs> day today is Robert Tepper, No Easy Way Out. No Easy Way Out. Now, do you remember... In the movie Rocky Four, yeah, this is the
2: best, one of the best montages ever. Do you
1: remember the actual scene? What's going on?
2: Well, yeah, it was right after Adrian basically said, "I don't believe in you anymore," and it's like the worst thing you could hear from your wife, right? So he gets in his big expensive sports car, and he gets you, in there, you and you see know the the, scene.
1: the RPMs go you up. You know the vroom. scene? Oh, oh my yeah. god! I, I literally he drives not even through jo- the tunnel. I'm not even joking. When. <laughs> <laughs> the other day when I went to work out, I was coming out of the barn and I had that on. Nice. And I was revving revving the <laughs> buggy up. I was and I was looking in the rearview mirror and right. You know, Stallone's got those cool puppy dog eyes. And did you have a
2: fake argument up your
1: stairs oh with my somebody? God, yes. You can't win. I'm a warrior. <laughs> uh,
2: God, that's a great song. I love that scene. Isn't it? It's it in there. It's just. Apollo
1: falling over a thousand times. (laughs) Um, Throw on the damn towel. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Sorry. Powerful. Robert Tepper, No Easy Way Out. Yeah, this was a a
2: good album for him. It was off the No Easy Way Out album and it produced four singles that were released there. No Easy Way Out, Don't Walk Away, Angel of the City, and If That's What You Call Lovin'. It reached number 22 on the Billboard Hot 100. And don't walk away, reach number 85 on the same chart. Now, that uh, No Easy Way Out was on the Rocky IV soundtrack, but Stallone loved Robert Tepper so much. He also put him on the Cobra soundtrack. Angel of the City made it to that
1: one. Oh, wasn't that a great movie too, Cobra? I love Cobra. Cobretti? Yes, he's Italian.
2: Yeah. I love the, uh, the, the scene where he lights his match. Yeah, he finally he, lights the match. Yeah, he reads him as Miranda writes yes. as he lights him on fire. I don't know if that's proper police etiquette to light someone on fire as you're arrested. Well, him. I
1: mean But He's a disease and he was a cure. It, <laughs> it's kinda like powerful. this like this podcast. Yes, powerful. Yeah. We're in a cure all. Heck
2: yeah. Upon release, Billboard wrote that the title track and first single have been an auspicious debut for Tepper. That was his uh debut album.
1: Oh a hell of a debut. Oh, I love that song.
2: Get into one of the highest highest ranking uh movies of that time. Yes.
1: When I do my powerful workout tonight, that song's going on.
2: Yeah, they uh it reached number one forty four on the uh US Billboard two hundred chart for albums. So he made it made it pretty big and he's still making money on it. Good. He deserves it. Yeah, it's a powerful song. It's what they call in the business mailbox money. Whoa! Yeah, when you uh, uh, write and record songs and forever and ever, when if you if you've got a writing credit on anything, and it makes it big, that's you're making money on that forever. So there you go. No easy way out. For now, a lot of people are probably singing that
1: song in their head. Yes, know it. and if you don't know it, look it up. It's off the Rocky IV soundtrack.
2: Yeah, and you said uh it's it's on a uh playlist you listen to as you work out. Oh right? my
1: god, my 80s rock playlist.
2: We should probably do a whole episode yes, on that. Yes, 80s just rock break workout. Down each song on that. Yes. That workout.
1: You want to see the powerful songs? Follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine when I'm all jacked up and just hitting the weights and hanging and banging and pumping iron. A lot of times I'm just forced to Take a picture of what I'm listening to.
2: Just forced to.
1: Yes, there. it's powerful. Just like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's let 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 let's say China. Come on, man.
1: Powerful.
2: We still gotta stop. Arguing. I know. Hell, it's a freaking podcast, guys. Get yes. Along. Powerful. Very powerful.
1: Now let's get into the main topic of the show today. The big. Gray Man.
2: The Big Gray Man, also known in Scottish folklore as some words I cannot pronounce because it's Scottish Gaelic. And even the pronunciation guide does not help. Letters are upside down. Crazy. I know. So we're going to just go by uh, The Big Gray Man of Ben McDewey or simply The Gray Man. It's the name of a presence or creature which was said to haunt the summit and passes of Ben Macdui, which is the highest peak uh, of the Cornogorms, and the second highest peak in Scotland in general. It has been raging havoc amongst the people around Ben Macdui. Although there have been many purported encounters with the Big Gray Man, few eyewitnesses have actually seen the creature. Those who have described it as an extremely tall figure covered with short hair, or as an unseen presence that causes uneasy feelings in people who climb the mountain. Other eyewitnesses describe it as a huge humanoid standing over 10 feet tall and having olive-toned skin with long arms and broad shoulders. Evidence of the existence of this creature is limited to various sightings and a few photographs of unusual footprints. Nearly all reports of the big gray man include the sound of footsteps crunching in the gravel just out of sight. The first recorded encounter with the Big Gray Man was reported in 1891, but wasn't made public until 1925, when noted climber J. Norman Cawley recounted a terrifying experience he had endured while alone near the summit of Ben McDewey some 35 years before. I began to think I heard something else than merely the noise of my own footsteps, For every few steps I took, I heard a crunch, and then another crunch, as if someone was walking behind me, but taking steps three or four times the length of my own. Polly was unable to make out the source of the noises because of mist, and he continued, As the eerie crunch, crunch sounded behind me, I was seized with terror, and took to my heels, staggering blindly among the boulders, for four or five miles. Collie's account was reported by the local press and followed by a correspondence on the subject. Norman G. Forbes reported that he had heard a mysterious clanking noise while climbing another summit in the summer mist. It proved to be too dear, he noted, uh, that the Cornogorms have an uncanny power of including a feeling of eeriness, and the mind alone in lonely places creates things out of its imagination. Illusions, hallucinations, and misinterpretation of natural stimulus have brought, brought on by exhaustion or isolation have been proposed by psychologists. Infrasound, which can be generated by wind, can cause feelings of uneasiness and anxiety as a possible connected and possibly connected to paranormal sightings. An optical illusion known as broken specter is plausible for explaining some visual elements of the Big Great Man legend. A broken specter, mountain specter, can occur in certain atmospheric conditions when the sun is at a particular angle. The subject's shadow can cast onto a cloud bank around them, creating the illusion of a large, shadowy, humanoid figure. Now, Daggs, we have sightings of a Scottish Bigfoot, basically, is what this is. But some of the encounters range from anywhere from somebody who is Seven feet tall. Dude, I heard even on a YouTube video, it could have been as tall as 20 feet. But they all say the same thing gray hair, short hair, and this thing stinks. Kind of like the swamp man down in Alabama. Whoa. Yeah. And broad shoulders, too. I don't know what, I never know what to think about Bigfoot type sightings. Is you never really get a clear picture and everybody seems to explain the same thing and you always wonder if that's just because that's what they heard somebody else say so you wonder if the power of what do they call it the power of uh I can't think of the word i'm looking for suggestion suggestion there you go see you're smart power of suggestion ever plays a role in in these uh sightings of creatures in the same area by some people even though they're you know, people that are, are, you know, looked upon as non-crazy, I'll say.
1: So you hear, they all hear, hear the footsteps behind them. Right. So you wonder, is that an echo? Is that some sort of effect from the snow and the ice?
2: Right. If you're in the mountains, you're surrounded by rocks.
1: And then also that effect where the, where the sun casts their shadow on the clouds, that would make an oversized shadow. Right. I've never heard of that before. I've seen examples of it, like with car lights. And sometimes in certain conditions, it'll cast a shadow. And then maybe, you know, they're, they're cold, they're disorientated, they see the shadow, they hear the echoes, and then everything adds together in their mind. Right. It's like the effect when you look at the clouds and you see a face, because what your brain usually wants to do is figure shit out. It wants to look at something and go, I want to make, put this together and make sense. Right. So it looks at a cloud, all these puffs and says, oh, that looks like a dog. So maybe these guys are out mountain climbing and they, they see, you know, they see a shadow, they hear noises and then the brain puts it together as it's some giant person.
2: Yeah. I would, I would say it's probably that as well. That's Mountain Specter because you don't get, I mean, if, Half of these people aren't even seeing what's behind them, chasing them. I mean, it's got to be something in, you know, like a reflection on the mist or a shadow.
1: But then I'm wondering about, they say the height is one thing, and we're talking about the shadows, but then they say they have short hair, they're gray. Short gray hair, yeah. Yep, so the gray could be the clouds, could be the ice, could be the mist, the fog. Right. But then the smell, I mean... What do they smell themselves? Or I'm assuming <laughs> yeah. they have heavy jackets on or clothes.
2: Yeah, in this story or in this uh, on Wikipedia, the the main eyewitness, uh, this J. Norman Colley, uh, in the uh, YouTube video I watched, um, he was the first one to say that he could smell this uh, big gray man. And so that not every eyewitness has noted that part, but a couple of them have. But he would the first eyewitness was the first one to say that there was a smell.
1: The weird thing is the sense of dread. Yes. They have a sense of foreboding, dread, fear. And that's when we talked about on um a couple episodes back on Detlov's past, they talked about that, the infrasound causing that super low frequency. Right, in the winds through the through the mountains. Yes, howling through and somehow has effect on your body and gives you this sense of dread. Yeah.
2: And maybe some members of the flock, because I know it happens to us quite a bit at the uh, paper mill. You get that low hum uh, of sound. And just that there's some, some pumps and some motors that make a frequency. You can't stay in the room. It rattles really your it, bones. It, it does. It causes, it causes a sense of anxiety. That's what it does. So, so
1: you actually have experienced that?
2: Yeah. Not, not really like like the gloom and doom part, but the... Anxiety-inducing sounds, Whoa. yeah. Yeah, it happens quite a bit there.
1: You know, it's weird. It's pretty much every job I've ever had. When I go to work, I have a sense of dread, so maybe it <laughs> yeah. has something to do with it. <laughs> maybe. Like when I go to the food court every day, I'm like, I have a sense of dread, foreboding fear. You see a big gray man? Just when I see my reflection oh, on the buggy. Sure. Powerful. Yeah. The, um,
2: I want to know about the footprints. Is there have been some footprints, they said, that they've had photographs of. So, are they oversized? Are they like a Bigfoot? The, from what I could tell, one of the stories I found, it they, they said it was like 14 inches long. That would be like a Bigfoot footprint. I that would imagine. be a Bigfoot. Yeah. His name is Daryl. Whoa. Yeah, so I, I, it sounds like like another version of Bigfoot. It seems like every country, every culture has a version of Bigfoot.
1: Well, well, yeah. In the mountains, it, it's more of a Yeti and an abominable snowman. Right. Yes, you're right. They all have versions of Swamp Man, mystical men in different locations. Like you said, the Swamp Man up in the Alpine regions, the Yeti, Bigfoot itself, the Sasquatch, Sasquatch, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah. Big gray man now. Big gray man. I think in the, uh,
2: like in Cambodia and Vietnam and that area, they have uh, a
1: big man myth too. They have their own version? Yeah.
2: I, I, I believe I remember hearing something about that. We'd have to look that up.
1: Yeah, we're going to have to look deeper into that. I don't know a lot about the Asian myths, but that's cool.
2: Yeah, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of Bigfoot-type creatures out there in the world. Would you ever be surprised if we ever did find out that Bigfoot, Sasquatch-type creatures exist?
1: Would I be surprised?
2: Yeah. Would you be surprised? No. Would you be scared if they like, found hard evidence that, yes, these have been walking amongst us forever?
1: No. Because I'm assuming they're mammals, correct?
2: Oh, yeah. They'd have to. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So they'd be cool. You think so? Yes. There's a kinship. There's a fellowship, a brotherhood. They're cool. Would the you, Bigfoot.
2: Would you introduce it to 80s movies or 80s music first?
1: Probably uh, music. Yes. Hollow notes. No, that's a little too poppy. I'd go a little more new wave maybe. Oh yeah. Yes. Like who? It's a good question. Maybe throw on some Newman. Nice. Yes. Oh, you know,
2: speaking of music. And I'm going to bring this up now because I forgot to tell you about it earlier. We have music to play at the end of this episode.
1: We have music. Wow. Yeah. Yep. God. Hold on.
0: <laughs> Come on.
1: Come
0: on, come on, man.
1: Let's say China. All right. Tell us about the music. Oh, God.
2: I should tell you about the music now that I brought it up. Debut album from a gentleman named Swayze. Swayze Funk on Instagram, at Swayze Funk on Twitter.
1: Nice 80s segue, by the way. Hey,
2: thanks. Yeah, I think that's what what triggered the memory. So we're going to play some Swayze off of his debut album. I'm not sure which song off the top of my head, but uh, check it out. Check him out on Bandcamp, too.
1: Powerful. Yes. So what did you think of the mystery of the big gray man?
2: Uh, it's, it's interesting. It's different. There's not a lot written about it, maybe because there's not a lot of people talking about it because for some reason they don't talk about this too much in Scotland, but it, everyone kind of knows that it's there. I don't know if I believe this one just because of the, the fact that half of the eyewitnesses can't, can't say they saw it. They just felt it. It seems kind of odd. And then the, the size varies from seven feet to 20 feet.
1: Yeah. It's cool though. I like it. It's a uh, Scotland has a lot of cool, mysterious vibes to it. I like the female vampire one you brought up. Oh my God. Yes. Powerful. Yeah. That one is pretty yes. cool. Powerful. Well, thank you, Mike Rez for getting into that powerful subject of the big gray man. I think in future episodes, we should get into more, Mythical Monsters. Yeah, it would be nice. Yeah, we've done Mysteries, Disappearances. It's powerful. Yeah, we've done, this is our second Cryptid episode. Oh my God. What are some of your favorite Cryptids?
2: That's um, a good, uh, good question. I like original Bigfoot, um, but we've, you know, everybody knows about Bigfoot. The, uh, the one we talked about, the Australian one that I brought up, that was pretty cool. Uh, I can't remember the name of it offhand, uh, but the dog-type creature that ate people. Yes. So that's always fun. Bunyip. There you go. Yes, powerful bunyip. Uh, Mothman's pretty cool.
1: Yes, Mothman is very
2: popular. Half moth, half man.
1: Yes. So they call him Mothman. Or Man Moth. Man Moth. Why are butterflies beautiful, but moths are nasty? Well, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, and they got those nasty powdery wings, and they're always... Flapping into the deck, and I've had enough of moths. Already? God. Good thing it's coming winter then. Yes. What a powerful episode today, Mike Arez. Awesome. And it's only going to get more powerful because we have powerful music by Swayze. Swayze. Check it out, everybody. Yes. And we want to thank everyone that listens to this powerful podcast. Thank you. I just ask you one thing. Please tell a friend about our powerful podcast. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. (laughs) (laughs)
0: The sidewalk, get out of my lane if you think I'm insane. If you want a carpool, that's cool. But if you're acting like a child, I'm gonna drop me out at school. Oh, that's <sighs> Here we go!